I got my cousin with me, and I thought this was a great opportunity to uh, do a segment where we actually talk about you know, fatherhood, where we at with our kids. Mr. Shantae, how you doing today, brother? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? I'm absolutely amazing, man. I can't complain. I'm glad to be out here with you. So am I. Enjoying life like we should. We are. Now, we done came to a place to where we can actually settle down, kick back, and relax. How you feeling about that? Right now, this is um, what I needed few days off to collect my thoughts that's good so one of the one of the things about this podcast that i'm putting together is that you know as men as black men as fathers we got issues every day there's no moment to where we're not being, constantly thinking being black is an issue that's, hey that is that's, true that's, that's true that's like morning issue on examiner every morning yep something about black i agree I agree. I always like to start off the show like, like the first thing that come to mind, what's your issue? What issue you have that the moment that we can correct the issues that we have today, we can prepare our kids not to go through those same things if possible. The issues today right now is law enforcement mm. and teaching our kids not to get themselves in that situation, trying to get themselves out of this. Issues today with, with, with fatherhood and teaching your children is totally different from so me I didn't grow up with too much fatherhood I grew up with uncles and cousins and male figures in my family that was fatherhood enough for me but you know as an actual father day to day 24 hours in your ass making sure you in school and out of these streets and not around knuckleheads I didn't have but my son did Twitter um, he's about to be 23 years old he makes more money than most 30 some year old dudes out here so he's doing good and I feel like I did a good job. He's not a felon, never been to jail, never been caught up in gangs. You know, he turned his nose up at bull crap, you know. So, he's, you know, I did a good job. You know, he didn't lead the, the life I left, which was different. It wasn't all bad, but it wasn't all good either. So let me ask you this. So you not growing up with a father and having those mentor figures with your uncles, older cousins, of that nature, did that make you want to definitely be a part of your son's life and not be absent as if you didn't have that father? I feel like I didn't have too much of a choice as a young person coming up. I mean, you only could do so much when you're young and you only can, you know, believe as much as you hear when you're young and then you kind of put the dots together as you get older and once you become a man you kind of figure out okay I don't want to go the path that I was taught or spoken upon you know I'm going to choose my own path you know I grew up with two last names and I chose one of my own which starts my own family tree if you really technically want to get there if it doesn't go no further than me so my son is like a branch from my tree that I've started when I turned 18 because I made a choice to go with a last name that really doesn't exist, but it was on my birth certificate and that was the only way I can get a driver's license. Fatherhood is not fun and it's not glamorous, but it's cool because you can teach somebody other than what you was taught and better than what you were taught. Like for instance, we were taught, get the money, get the money. We want to talk nothing about credit. We want to talk nothing about equity and, and houses, property. We wasn't taught about business, owning business. You know, we were just taught to get the money. Right. By all means necessary, get the money. So in a sense, I, I hear you, it's like, you know, when we're raised, we're, we're dealt with the hand we give it. There's nothing we can do to change that. But that does impact us in a manner to where, for me personally, I wanted to make sure that I was able to be the the father that I didn't have. 
that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because now, as me, as I, a father, I see a lot more father role model today than I did when I was younger. Like I say, when I was younger, it was just you know, it was uncles and it was cousins. You know, their families. Right. But they also had situations. They just stick around, you know, a couple of them was hoeing. They was ripping the streets, you know. Right. I mean, whatever. But for the most point, they were stern when it came to us to be a man. Mm-hmm. Especially if you grew up in a household with no father. You have to be the man in the household. You have to lay the law, which, you know, whatever. It's still your mama's house. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, you know, of course, you're not going to just let a stranger up in there. You go question everybody who walks past the stoop or, you know, the front porch. So, I don't know. Fatherhood today is a little different, man, because you just fear for everything, dude. It's so much hate, drama, and crap. Even amongst our own community, you fear for your kids because, you know, you don't know if they will walk out and get smack with a bull upside the head just walking up the street hit right. by a car trying to go to school snatched up because some fool think you little girl is cute right you know right. It's, it's a lot of horrors being a, a parent now so i commend a lot of people bringing the children into the world today but population is madness man so being a father today you got a lot of horrors you have to deal with it's not like yesterday where everybody just figured you know oh, another white boy snatched nah they snatching us too now, you know. Let me ask you a question. Now, I came up with this podcast. It's Professional Dad 24-7. What do you think about it? A professional dad is basically somebody who's not only just in a profession uh, amongst management or something that's large and getting paid fat for it. Professional dad is somebody who's just about their business. They busy five days a week, sometimes six, sometimes seven. You know, you're busy. So you can provide for your kid or kids or children or whatever the case is. The problem is today is that a lot of kids are raising themselves because society has made it so hard that mom and dad has to be professional. So now who's at home watching them when they both have to work the swing shift? Right. Who's watching them kids between 3 and 11 o'clock? They're watching themselves. Or TV. TV, yeah. next door neighbor. Community. Well, you will hope the community, but right. you know the community watching kids the wrong way. They not watching them like you know Miss Green in the window back in the days, making sure nobody coming over there because she know that Gail not home or right. whoever not home, Teresa not home. Right. Miss Green, she owns us. So we don't have. I, I mean, but nowadays you got you know Bobby Blue Blood and uh-huh. they don't know Bobby. I don't know Bobby. So that sense of community is not there anymore to help. That sense of security is yes. not there anymore yes. in the community. Right. That's what we missing. Everybody is to themselves. They scared to speak up. Well, I don't want to get shot. Everybody ain't got no gun. Stop being scared, man. Speak up. When you see shit, say something. And I think with, with our kids, you know, you have a 23... Almost 23 in May. 23-year-old. I have an 18-year-old, and I have bonus kids. But at their age, it's, I'm more comfortable with having them at the age they are than I am with starting over with a baby right now because things are so much in turmoil. You got the government, you got the community, you got so many things. You got schooling that's not right. But at the end of the day, you have income, which is a problem because if you don't have enough money to take care of the kid, you subject to put them in a situation that can hinder their growth, mm-hmm. which can impact them a great deal. Understandable. So you have so many variables that can contribute to you know, making it harder to raise a child. And I think that's the scary part of 
of bringing in a new new kid for me right now. Our kids being a little older at this point, it's more like young adults. Yeah. And they're past some some things age-wise where now we're talking about, you know, more maturity type of stuff, right? Like you can sit down and talk to your son about, you know, it's not about putting on a condom no more. Now it's about, hey, you know, if you're going to have a kid, you need to be able to you know, provide for a kid. The conversation is actually different. Let me word you up real quick. So a couple weeks ago, our kid, you know, me and him was just blase and he kind of made a little point and was like, you know, <clears throat> I never thought I'd get to the point where I'm like, you know, with a girlfriend and whoop and gotta move out and, you know, get up on my own and whoop, you know. And I explained to him, I said, well, that's the whole point. That's why God puts you in on the path with me so I can get you ready for this. See, now, I didn't charge you rent because that's just the thing to do. Nah, I charge you rent so you understand the value of taking care of your own shit. Right, right. Okay, I say go have with me on this PG&E because you burn energy playing video games. No, because you need to re be responsible about how you're going to maintain that video game luxury. Right. You have to pay for that luxury. Everything's not free. You didn't grow up with no rich parents. You didn't. Right. Okay? So, you didn't have that lifestyle. But you never knew what poverty was as far as I was black and alive. Right, right. Never been hungry. Your belly always been full. Right, right. You always had a roof over your head between me and your mom. Right. But you wasn't a rich kid. Right. So, I had to show you those values so you won't grow up thinking that somebody owe you this nah you went to work at 18 right because you chose once i leave school i want to make some money mm -hmm. but i want to do it the right way right. so you went got a job making some money now that you what 20 something you got your license you got a hot ride you got a hot chick you're doing your thing it's time to fly now, baby. That's right. That's right. It's time to fly. Daddy gonna always love you and always go be there at every drop of the dime. But right now, it's time for you to fly and it's time for me to move on. And that's where we at now. To the question for him about professional dad 24-7. What you just said, preparing your kid, your young adult into manhood, right? Being able to have that communication with him, right? Being able to really have some real dialogue because he's not turned away from you. Exactly. Right? That right there, that validates that we we are we are present. Right? It's never yes. about changing the narrative. It's no. just about exposing that we are here. And what you just said, you're preparing your kid to fly. That's it. Preparing him for adulthood, preparing him for more responsibilities that come with the age that you have to be on your own. So to me you're a professional dad in that sense because you know you there. I'm you, there. you 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 surpass from, from you don't you know from so, birth to death you gotta allow me. So so you done surpass and, and, and you can only give him those experiences because you live it yourself. Right? And a lot of the things that they don't know if they if you weren't here, it will impact him greater than you know what I'm saying than anything because it will put him behind knowing how to do some of those things when he you know at the age he is it'll take longer to be pushed out so you got a lot of kids that are still living with their parents at 30 and 40 years old I know you know what I'm saying and it, it is because at some point 
that professionalism when it comes to parenting. Whoever has transitioned from being that that adult who is not a kid anymore, who's stepped into, okay, I'm a parent. I can't I can't cheat, treat my child like he's my friend. I can't party with my kid. I can't smoke with my kid. I literally have to get this guy, this gal, some life lessons so that if I fall off this map, they're prepared enough to continue to exist. No doubt. So professional dad 24-7 exemplifies that because the professional part of being a dad, right, you had to get to that level at some point. You had to go through some things. Oh, yeah. But 24-7, it's a... It, don't stop. it never stops. It 24 stop. hours? Hey, you make a good point because you got to think too. Even as a dad and your child do eventually move on, you will never stop being a teacher because generations to come, you're going to always teach your grandchild, your great-grandchild, and God, you know, give you that kind of life. Your triple grandchild. Right. Right, and there's always lessons to learn. And it's always lessons because you've lived that long life. Right, right. You know, foods don't grow old. I mean, you know. Foods don't grow old, man. Right, right. I I think one of the things, it's a necessary need for us to, so so being a professional dad, it doesn't stop. We're not, we're still in the process of becoming a professional dad because at some point when it's, it's, we're going to get to a different part in our life, Lord, now we have to tell the kid about, you know, diabetes, hypertension, high blood pressure, things of that nature. You gotta teach them early now. Now. And that's that's very important. So um, it's a lot of things that we, we talk to our kids about, right? Periodically it changes depending on the situations, of course, but the faster or the more we be we are able to communicate with our kids about those things that we see coming on us that they can be prepared for before they get to the age we are Mm -hmm. then they can be looking out for it again when it comes to health issues you know you know you get a bad liver by drinking for a long time you know we just have some family death because that type of stuff right so now us knowing that right from living the life of partying drinking malt liquor but see we're more in the awareness lifestyle now than they were then they didn't have the proper grocery store in the hood. Right. They didn't have the proper, you know, learning and upbringing about fruits and vegetables and stuff like that. They, You know, they were still old country thinking. Right. So now we're the generation of health awareness. Right. That's why we're living a little longer. Mm-hmm. We're going to outlive our social security. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm serious. For the most point. So, not to get off the subject of the professional dad, 24-7, that is just something that is never going to, you know, like I say, I wasn't taught by a father, but I was taught by fathers, Mm -hmm. figures. My uncles, bless their hearts, they all gave me up on a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. The ones that was in the street from the ones that was nine to five. I got both sides, you know? I got best of both worlds, game on both sides, man. And it was just up to me to play those pieces on the board. Right. Either I'm going to play this piece and be the biggest hustler in the city, or I'm going to play this piece and be the baddest husband in the world. Right, right. It depends on you 
Right. You make the choices. You play the pieces. They only gonna lay the board down for you, baby. That's all. Right. Right. <laughs> That's, That's it. That's, That's what the family is for. To lay the board down for you. You make the choices. You play the pieces. And and so what I would add to that is that we have to continue the the lessons that we've learned so that they board can be established. They can know how to play the game because again. They got kids coming up behind them, right? I think in the end, that's the part of leaving a legacy, right? What are you building to leave that legacy? Are you building just preparation? Are you building, you know, financial freedom? Are you building whatever? But again, it's always something on our plate that we have to deal with that can distract us from staying. It's always going to be obstacles. Obstacles, yes, yes. It's always going to be obstacles. It's never a smooth road, baby. It's never a smooth road. That's that, and everybody tell you that. Yeah, fucking lie. That's true. They're lie. Excuse my language. They're not. Be real. This is authentic, man. You know, this is what it's about. It's always gonna be obstacles in life. You know, but being a person I am, I know how to adapt. You can knock me off once, and I'm gonna figure it out. And I know next time, one, two, duck. Mm -hmm. One, two, step. Right. One, two, three, move. Right. I'm gonna learn them steps again. Right. And next time, it ain't gonna knock me off as fast. The obstacle is gonna smooth out until the next obstacle comes. And when you knock me off again, I'm gonna learn that, and it's gonna continue on. That's what it's all about life. Let Experience. Me, let me ask you this question: If you were to gauge from one to ten, ten being the highest, one being the lowest, your place with your son. Where would he rate you? A one to ten. You know. What would he rate you? You know. What would he rate that? that before that? I answer that question, <laughs> let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Let me tell you why. Let me give you an example. If I had a relationship with my father's side of the family, I don't know if I'd have been tighter with them or with y'all. Right, right, right. See, Kwani had that choice. Mm -hmm. He had his mama side of the family, and he had his daddy side of the family. And because his daddy had more knuckleheads. Old kids his age, his age range, he kind of vibe more on pop side. Right. So to ask Quanti to gauge me from one to ten, my baby gonna give me a ten plus. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's the kind of bond me and Quan got. <laughs> That's what's up. Okay? That's what's up. So I'm just gonna put that out there right now. That's, That's the kind up. of bond me and my boy got. I, and I'm gonna say to me, to me, I don't know. I mean, I know I'm in the high, right? And and the reason why I say that is because, you know, when you when you uh, I always say I will never take my my knee or my elbow off my son's chest because it's so much out there that the stuff that I haven't told him I want him to be at least conscious enough to 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 make a, a good decision right so when you have both sides when you discipline them so much and, and you go so hard on them sometimes I feel like I might get a five. I might get a six, but in the end, in the later part of that, him understanding why I did what I did is more so, okay, that five or six then went to a, a, a 10 because at the time he wasn't feeling it, right? He wasn't feeling it. So I would rather ask him, but I'm, I don't know. You know, I know I'm in the highs, right? Because of the relationship we have, we can talk about anything. He can come talk to me about anything, right? Um, at least so I think, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's I'm still at that point right now where I'm like, hey, yeah. 
You know, I'm not accepting mediocre. There's no reason to be play a mediocre type of a lifestyle. Well, I mean, you're dealing with teenagers, right and that's now. that's the thing. And I think that's any any father in a right mind would can agree to say between the age of 15 and 19, you can't stand your fucking kid. <laughs> I'm serious. You can't stand them because oh, now they got, because they got the snappy little mouth. Uh, they think they smarter than you. Right, you know, right, they right, think they right. more hip than you. You right. pass. You don't know. Right. You ain't there. Right. You're old. Right, right, Come on. Right, 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 Between right. the 15 and 19, you little fuck, I can't stand this little asshole. <laughs> but see, once them balls hang right. and the little coochie come in and place, right, right. then y'all start being cool again. Right. So give it some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to take some time. Okay? Take he time. ain't, he ain't smelled that yet. <laughs> Give it some time. Right. Okay? So, yeah, he's between that 15, 19, where, you know, eh, I love my baby, but uh, it's like I don't know if I'm getting through him right. or not because he's showing me different signs. Right. I just told you right, to right. dump the fucking dishwater. <laughs> and now you're washing the pot in the same fucking water. I mean, come on. Right, right. We go through the same thing. Right, right. So give us some time. Yeah, that, that's what's up. When that come? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Y'all going to be best of friends. Right, right, right. Y'all going to be best of friends. A lot of conversations. More conversations. <laughs> so, man, I, I definitely appreciate this time we putting this out there because, I mean, this is, again, part of the thing that I think we talk about. And at the end of the day, when this podcast is put out, your son hears it, when my son hears it, when these other kids as young adults hear it, they can kind of understand why we talk about these issues because they don't hear it enough. No, they don't hear it enough, you know, because they, they friends have more clarity than they parents. So, yeah. when they parents get the jaw japping, it's, you uh, you didn't probably heard that from Auntie such and such, mm-hmm. whoop, whoop. she don't know either. Right. You know. Right. It just, we don't know. Right, right. That's all. We don't know. But a lot of, you know, a lot of, <laughs> they don't get it. We know. Right. We know. Been there, done that. That's why we open our mouths and say shit. Because we know. Okay, so yeah, twenty four seven fatherhood never stops until that man puts you in the ground and bring you home. That's right. It never stops. Never stops. So with that, man, I'm gonna close it out again because I appreciate this time we can Anytime, chat about this. all man. day, every day. And uh, I, I definitely see, you know, uh, the pers- the perspective of other men, other fathers that uh, will add value to this. It's gonna be awesome. Well, thanks, Kev. I know. I know. It's always some certain type of issues. A lot of people like to get off their chest, right? So they start a podcast and want to see if there's other people out there that feel the same way I feel, right? That's what I want to know, right? That's and right. Not only my feeling like this. That's what podcasts come in. That's real. It's not just you. 